Exploring Chiropractic, Episode 26, NCLC Part 4, A Fresh Perspective. Everyone is just so helpful. I thought it was the upper quarters just being like, you know, you're like family and now it's just like a whole community of people trying to help each other. I think it's great. Hey there, and welcome back to Exploring Chiropractic, the only chiropractic student podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Cashin, and wrapping up a short series on the National Chiropractic Leadership Conference, I bring you a quick interview with a very impressive young student, another UWS SACA member, who is in her first quarter. To go to NCLC in your first quarter is almost unheard of. To take time out of class, to pay for the flights, and go to this conference before you've even had your first set of finals is really impressive. And this guest, Irvi Kare, will share her passion for sharing chiropractic with the legislators, congressmen and women, and she will share uh, some great experiences that she had. I hope that it gets you fired up, and I hope it encourages you to join us for NCLC next year. And I want to let you know that next year NCLC will be a week-long event in conjunction with the World Federation of Chiropractic and the Association of Chiropractic Colleges. It will be the WFC Biennial Congress. It's going to be held in Washington, D.C. with NCLC as part of this huge event. So check out dc2017.org to get more information on the upcoming events next year. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Irvi Kari. My name is Irvi, and I'm a quarter one at the University of Western States studying uh, chiropractic medicine. Why did you choose to go to Western States? I am originally from Chicago, and there is actually a um, really good uh, chiropractic school in Lombard, Illinois. And um, I chose to go to the West Coast because it's a little bit more aware and uh, it's more um, concentrated with chiropractors. And I wanted to be around an environment that was aware of the profession and had a little less stigma. Um, but I think that it's pretty well, coming to NCLC as a first quarter, I saw how passionate everyone was, and it made me kind of have a drive to actually go tell people about it when before I was a little apprehensive because I didn't want to be judged. And um, so coming here is awesome. It's a great experience. I started really early, and I'm only two months into school, and... I'm here. and So most students, I mean, myself, this is my first time at NCLC, but I'm in 12th quarter. I'm graduating in like four weeks. How in the world did you get involved? How did you even know about this in your first quarter? I was lucky enough to have looked online to see the information about the University of Western States and saw Stephanie Holler's um, information. And she had been from my hometown in Illinois, went to the same undergrad, had the same bachelor's degree, and ended up moving across country to go to University of Western States. So I requested her as my um, uh, tour guide of the school. And she just fed everything and everything to me. So it was listening to her experience, she automatically recognized that I was intrigued and just kept building on it. And her and Nikki Daskal have 
took me under their wing, and I'm really lucky to have that because they've really opened a lot of doors for me in the sense that I have I have this kind of vision that not a lot of first, first quarters would have just because they exposed me to a lot. So I really am thankful for everyone at the University of Western States, especially the upperclassmen. That's awesome. Most yeah. first quarter students are thinking, how am I going to pass anatomy? Yeah. How, oh, this, this I also dissection. live with upper quarters, so... It's just all really fell into place. I didn't try. I just kept asking a bunch of questions. <laughs> so you probably had a decent idea of what you were coming into, but, but what were your expectations coming to Washington, D.C., and knowing that you're going to go head-to-head with senators and House representatives? What were you expecting? I, When I first heard about it, I didn't realize that we would be actually talking to the congressmen and congresswomen. Um, I thought we'd be talking to advisors. I thought we'd be discussing a bill rather than trying to legislate it. I had no idea until we started prepping for it, which UWS prepped us like in a really, really nice five-week series. So it was really great and instructive. So I felt so prepared, but at the same time so nervous because you're doing something that's such a big, that will have such a big impact on the profession. And that just makes you want to have that drive in school a lot more. So it's actually a really big eye-opener. When you're in the clinical or, or the basic science section of the program, you're just school, school, school. And this is a great way to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Is there one of these uh, legislative bills that you're most passionate about? I would say um, Medicare, even though there isn't a bill yet. And I think I've, I've worked with geriatric um, a lot for with yoga a lot as an undergrad and aging um, muscular tissue in a laboratory at the University of Illinois and just more I'm more passionate about that age group and that that population and so if Medicare can be evolved that'd be awesome um, but the issue weeks that we did go through were amazing I think the VA and Tricare and the uh, Peace Corps um, service acts are really important as well and I think the overall point of all four of those briefs that we discussed with um, the House of Representatives and the Senate uh, are important just to open other people's eyes about chiropractic medicine and the way it has evolved since uh, it started and um, especially with the aides of the congresswomen and congressmen like they so I had an aide come up to me and ask me what chiropractic even is and we had practiced that, and it was just, I was like, wow, you actually really don't know. And I think that it's great that I get to answer this. And so a sense of empowerment and um, pride that comes along with what you're doing every day. How many visits were you able to do yesterday? I had four, and I got to meet two actual congresswomen. Wow. Which states? Oregon and Washington. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Uh, so you're going to have three more opportunities, possibly? to come back? Maybe two or three? Yes. So this is my first. Um, uh, then I have a second and a third, and I'm actually considering uh, uh, running for a ledge rep next year as a fifth quarter. Okay. Yeah. Maybe two more years run for uh, chairman, chairwoman. Uh, maybe. We'll see how it goes, <laughs> but it's great. And out of all the clubs, I think this is the most 
uh, the, I, the biggest reason why I even thought about doing it before I figured out how passionate you can become about it was because of the connections, the amount of doctors I've met, um, and just everyone is just so helpful. I thought it was the upper quarters, just being like you know you're like family, and now it's just like a whole community of people trying to help each other. And I think it's great. I just sat into um, a meeting with Dr. Carrick. Uh, and found out what functional neurology was and am absolutely mind blown. And the fact that chiropractors can be part of that and advance alternative care in that sense is just astonishing. So Yeah, it's intriguing. He is a character. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't hold any punches. No. But what he is showing is possible is... The potential. There's a lot of potential in it, especially with the VA, with all the traumatic brain injuries. And he mentioned a couple of studies that he did, and with stroke, mm-hmm. right? And so stroke is a big issue right now mm-hmm. in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to look at it at that neurological level mm-hmm. and explain that it's probably not related to chiropractic. Yep. I mean, that, that surprised me. The anatomical uh, basis for not being able to cause the types of strokes that are most common. Right. That, that blew me away. I know. And it's just, it, it kind of emphasizes the movement of integrative healthcare and how important it is to be a well-rounded, holistic physician. And he entitles all that. And it's, I mean, the letters in front of his name are an long, unbelievably long list. And I thought it was so impressive. And like to see doctors in their success, and know that they started where I'm starting right now, two months into grad school, is just pretty impressive. So words of advice to young students, uh, students in school or maybe planning on coming into chiropractic school? I would say be open to opportunities and don't be afraid or close-minded. I was lucky enough to have people come towards me and be like, are you interested? But I think everyone gets that when you come into grad school. And a lot of people are apprehensive to jump into something and just say yes without knowing what's actually being thrown at them. And it is overwhelming when someone sees the potential in you and expects something from you. But it gives you accountability and to be able to act on that and grow just one step at a time is important. So don't be afraid to grab an opportunity and do something with it. Because if you just sit low and wait until maybe next quarter, it might not still be there. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good luck in the next few years. Thank you. Good luck with graduating. Thanks again for tuning in to this interview on Exploring Chiropractic. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram at Exploring Chiropractic. Also, be sure to check out True Brain, the world's most tested productivity drink. This has been developed by UCLA neuroscientists, and it contains nootropics, such as oxyracetam and paracetam, that really helps give you that focused mental state without the buzz. You can get a free trial at exploringchiropractic.com slash TRU brain.